Pass, a monthly podcast for readers of On the Air magazine, which is published by ARRL. The On the Air podcast is sponsored by ICOM for the love of ham radio. In the November-December 2022 issue of On the Air, we heard from Ginger Wilder, KI5TJE, who described her journey to becoming a net control operator in her article, Please Check In Now, My Experience as a First-Time Net Control Operator. Ginger has joined us today to talk with us a bit more about what led her to that experience. Hi, Ginger. Thanks for being on the podcast. Hello. Thanks for inviting me. I'm really excited to talk to everybody about this experience. Awesome. Um, yeah, it sounds like it, uh, it was a little bit of a journey for you. So we're going to talk a little bit about that, starting with the, the beginning, really. I know you're a newer ham licensed earlier this year. Um, how did you come to be licensed? Well, my husband um, was licensed, I think, in 2020. And I listened to him on the radio talking to people and, you know, helping him remember call signs when, when he was out there. And I felt like it was something I wanted to start doing so that I could get on there and talk to some of the people that he had been talking with. Fantastic. And, uh, in your article, you mentioned that you were familiar with some of the voices and call signs from um, helping out your husband while he was on the air. And I know you're a member of McKinney Amateur Radio Club, um, W5MRC, and that's in Texas? Yes, ma'am, it is. So had you, before you um, took on this net control position, had you listened to and checked into the club's weekly information net before that? Yes, I had. So after I got my technician license, anytime we were available um, Sunday evenings, I would check in on that net and got to the point where I have an alarm on my phone so that we don't miss it because it's always fun getting to talk with everyone. So for other new hams out there who maybe haven't checked into a net what would you say are the benefits of checking in and checking in regularly? You mentioned that it's fun. This, this of course, is a less formal net. It's a, a weekly informational net um, rather than a net that's, you know, passing traffic in some kind of weather event or something like that. Um, what would you say are the benefits of checking into a net? What is fun about it? Well, I mean, you start learning more and more about the, the people that live near you that can get on the radio. Um, also, it's good because in times of storms, especially here in Texas, we do have emergency weather nets. So it helps you get used to saying your call sign, um, potentially when it's really important to be able to say your call sign. Um, I remember one time when um, early on, I had my license and I checked into the net and I started saying my husband's call sign and I, it just kind of frustrated me a little bit. So I said, you know, hold on. And then I, you know, took a deep breath and, and actually said my call sign. So, you know, just those little things you don't realize um, that you might need to practice saying your call sign um, over the radio. Oh, yes. I, I have similar uh, memories of when I was first licensed, um, saying my Elmer's call sign instead of my own, mm -hmm. um, because that's what's in your head. Right. So, uh, yeah, um, having that practice in a, a situation where it's a little less pressure, um, 
we, we all can use that practice. So in the, in the course of being on the net more regularly, you became interested in possibly being the net control operator. Um, and I'm wondering what seemed intriguing about that to you. Can you talk a little bit about what a net control operator does and what about that job appealed to you? Well, one thing early on, I always wanted to be the one that asked the question because they would always have this question. And sometimes I'm like, that's not that exciting of a question. So um, I wanted to you know, be the person that got to pick the question for the night. So that was one of the reasons. And then the other was just, you know, learning more about being a ham and taking a log because we do have um, the weather group, um, our local Aries net. One time when they were doing their training, the training was, here's the contest, everybody take the log and then submit it and see, um, you know, who did best at being able to, to keep that log of all the people that called in. Yeah. Um, again, that practice in making sure that you're getting everything right so that when there is a, a situation that is, you know, more, more serious um, that you have that practice in. Mm -hmm. You mentioned uh, the question, the question of the night, the question of the week. Mm -hmm. um, and I know you talk about that a bit in your article. Um, that does seem like a, a fun part of your club's net. Um, so they, you guys start off with a question of the week, which I, I take to mean it's sort of like a, is it sort of an icebreaker? Uh, it can be an icebreaker. Mine was a little more of an icebreaker, but we have ones, um, you know, where someone might be curious about, um, SDR, so software defined radio. So, you know, the net control operator might ask, have you ever done SDR? And then it'll bring up a conversation when someone says, no, um, I haven't, but I'm interested. Well, the next person that check in might have done a lot of that. So then it'll bring up just a small bit of, you know, information about how you might go into doing software defined radio. Oh, well, that's great. Um, so it's a, a way to pass a little bit of information and, and sort of feed people's interests. That's awesome. Definitely. So you also mentioned in your article that your club has a net control coordinator um, who helped prepare you for taking on the, the job of net control operator. Um, can you talk a little bit about what your club's net control coordinator does and how that person helped you to prepare? Sure. So um, she does a couple different things. One is keep the list of everybody that's interested in being a net control operator. She has a standard script that, you know, we, we don't have to follow exactly, but it provides some guidance on here's, you know, the things that you need to do. Um, as far as how you would check in and what order you check in, the announcements that we like to put out there for everybody. Um, because it is an informational net, it's open to everybody. You don't have to be a MARC member to check in on our net. And there will be times when someone's driving through the area and has their radio on and they'll check in on mobile. Um, so she does that. Um, she'll send reminder emails to make sure everybody knows who's control for the night and who's backup for the night, as well as 
providing information for our monthly newsletter so that um, the members also know who's going to be net control operator the different nights. That's great. So, um, so that person really is coordinating, keeping track of everything, making sure everybody's, uh, everyone knows that, you know, maybe you're up next and, and you're the following week. Um, so in a, as other parts of your prep to the first time uh, that you were net control operator, I know you did um, sort of a test run as the backup net control operator the week prior. And, um, and you spent a lot of time in the week leading up to your first time um, preparing, going over the script, um, making sure your gear worked. Um, that's all really great. Can you talk about um, how you felt during that time? Was there nervousness? Did you feel um, did you feel increasingly confident? What was it like that week? And and how were you feeling um, by the time you sat down at your radio that Sunday night? I was definitely nervous throughout the whole process, but that's kind of my nature. Um, the night is back up. You know, as I mentioned in the article, I was trying to log on the computer and look at the script and, uh, you know, I, I quickly realized that would just be too many hands um, needed to try and get that done while having the mic in my, you know, your mic in one hand, so it's hard to type. Um, and then, you know, I like to reread things multiple times. So what I did with that script is I tried to pare it down so I could print it in just a couple of pages. Um, so I did that. And then, you know, the night of definitely a few nerves when I started talking, but um, I had done a lot of recruiting. We have a, a weekly breakfast and we also had our monthly club meeting the week before. So I was able to talk to a lot of people and encourage them to check in on the net. Um, so I did that. And then, you know, the night of just, it, it started going and, and we had a gentleman that's been at the breakfast that had just gotten his antennas up and he checked in. He was my first check-in. So that was fun. Cause that's the first time I had heard him on the net. Oh, that's great. Yeah. It's a good way to make sure your antennas are working too. Yeah, the uh, you mentioned the recruiting in your article. That was terrific um, because you don't want to sort of throw a party and not have anyone show up. Correct. Um, so it's really wonderful that you did that recruiting. And uh, w did you tell people, "Hey, it's it's going to be my first time as as net control"? Oh, they definitely knew. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so since your first time as a net control operator, have you been back in that position since then? Because that was back in August, right? That was in August. No, um, I was scheduled one time, but I actually had work travel um, actually on a Sunday, which doesn't happen too often. So I had to get someone else to do it. But I am scheduled to do one here in December, and I'm looking forward to that. Great. So... Um... What is next for you in terms of ham radio now that you have uh, taken your, your first steps as a net control op? Uh, what's one of the next things you want to try? Um, well, I have a couple things on my list. Um, there is someone in our 
club that puts out a fox every week. So I've been looking into directional antennas and seeing if I can find the fox. So that's one of the things I want to do. Um, I'm also, I don't have a, I haven't built my card yet. So I'm, I'm looking into what all I want to put on my card. Because um, I'm looking at how does my call sign Kilo India 5, Tango, Juliet, Echo, how does that look in Morse code? Would that be neat to put on, on my card? So that's a couple of the things I'm looking at. What advice do you have for new hams who maybe have their eye on something new, um, but feel nervous, feel hesitant to, to try it out? Um, speaking from your experience, um, getting to be a net control op and doing all that preparation. Do you have anything to say to new hams who are looking at something? Sure. Yeah, well, and part of um, our weekly breakfast, that was another thing that got me into taking my test for my technician and now my general. They're, it's a very encouraging group of people. They want to see people succeed and they're just so happy when someone does something new, especially if it's an, a new ham, because, you know, some of the people are a little bit older that are in our club, and, and they're really happy to see new people coming in t into the hobby and getting out there and, and learning how to new, do new things and, and passing along all the information that they have. You mentioned um, your Elmer. And there's definitely a lot of Elmers out there that want to help new hams. So, uh, yeah, finding an Elmer is so important. Finding someone you can ask those questions to. And it does sound like, like you got some great help on your journey to, uh, to being that control. Yeah. All right. Well, for those of you who are listening, check out Ginger's article in the November, December 2022 issue of On the Air. And... Um, We've been talking a little bit about the net control script that Ginger referred to in her time preparing to be net control op. Um, if you want to take a read through of a sample net control script, you can um, find the sample that Ginger used courtesy of McKinney Amateur Radio Club, W5MRC. They have allowed us to post their net control script on the On the Air blog at arrl.org slash OTA hyphen blog, and you can check it out there and uh, maybe use it as a jumping off point uh, for your club's own net. Um, because uh, you don't have to read it verbatim, uh, right, Ginger? Was that helpful to you, or did you prefer to... Uh, to go sort of buy the book. I, I think it was it was helpful. Um, I did go through and change a little bit of the wording. Um, we have a simplex net on Monday, and it always says, see you on the radio. And I changed it to say, hear you on the radio, um, <laughs> just because I thought it was a little bit funny that they, they had that word in there. But um, yeah, it was definitely helpful to have it. Great. So folks can check that out on the blog. And, uh, and get their own ideas for how that goes. And um, if somebody's in need of a script, 
perhaps they can use that as their inspiration. So uh, thanks very much to your club for sharing that with us. And thank you so much for coming on to the podcast, Ginger. This has been great. It's a lot of fun. I'm excited. So I, I can now add that to my list of things that I've done in ham radio. Absolutely. Thanks again for joining us, 73. Thank you, 73 as well.